Okay, welcome to another another episode of the Casually Serious podcast with Fazil and Abhinav. Today we have with us another person from Walsard, and this is actually a very interesting thing because um, you know we had the previous episode which was with Hardik, and one of the interesting things he mentioned he he was a he was in full appreciation of his very close friend uh, Arpit over here. He was saying you know he was a big he had a big part in his life to play you know with with regard to his. his uh, you know MBA his his yeah. his his mba options and whatever like you know <laughs> his options in life whatever he's chosen right now he, you know arpit had a big part to play in and one of the main things one of the things we realized okay <laughs> since uh, he was a full appreciation of this person arpit why not invite him to the podcast okay so we, <laughs> and interestingly you know after like before we began this podcast the interesting thing was even arpit had a story to share you know like he had an in fact like a very interesting story to share which i think me and fazal are all ready very impressed and very inspired about so i think um, exactly. uh, to take it forth let's not waste any time and let's just begin uh, so yeah fazal you have any questions to ask let's begin yeah this is i i'll um, tell this one thing honestly we were yeah. inspired from hardik from the last recording and hardik said that he was inspired from arpit <laughs> they were like okay so if we invite arpit on the show it's double inspiration so that's why we have you here but uh, it's nice yeah. to have you and the little chit chat we had before we begin the recording was also amazing so i'm really looking forward for the recording yeah. today and uh, yeah. yeah would you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself yeah Yeah, so I think first of all I will just like to thank Hardik because that's money well spent. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, no no no. Ah uh, so so far I haven't bribed him. Bribed him. Ah uh, I think. Um, yeah, I think he he. I mean, we met each other at um, at a phase of life where we both were looking for directions, and I think um, you know I was able to guide him, and he was able to let's say inspire me in let's say other things that I have uh, pursued so far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me it's like uh, every student I used to be an average student. uh had some indicators on what should i do after my uh, after my bachelor's um in computer science engineering uh, which i pursued in bangalore so i had that independence a bit i was like okay you know i don't want to really live with my parents uh, with my parents and still you know pursue my masters and stuff so i need to go somewhere mm-hmm. having my brother as an inspiration who started abroad i thought okay you know i might as well go as well, go um now those people people compare uh, yeah. that, that okay yeah. one guy went abroad and the other one is just kind of you know stalking around in india <laughs> so uh, i think that that also was like kind of a 10 percent of motivation you know uh-huh. um just as lokya kahenge is also 10% of motivation for a lot of people right um as looking for some universities abroad and a uh, couple of options where you know i think solbridge international school was one of it so south uh, south korea okay. i thought okay a lot of tech industries over there me having computer science so you know it's a perfect match you know and just right. now the language mm-hmm. barrier would be the the problem but you know um i think everywhere there is a language barrier uh, if you go to uk you would have that accent where you wouldn't won't even understand what they're speaking even though it's the same language mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i was like okay let's let's um let's see how it goes every time i tried to apply for it either the competition shut down or there was some sort of issue that that happened mm-hmm. so that gave me an indicator that okay maybe this is not really a good option for me i should also have like a backup so i thought okay let me look uh, in eu uh, what what eu has to offer and i came across um, a couple of universities kozminski university was one of it in poland mm-hmm. uh which had like a triple accreditation was widely recognized and i was like okay why aren't people talking about it let's let's ask a couple of people so um i did ask a lot of people and i think the only negative feedback that i got in general was to buy warm clothes because it can be a bit more chilly in in winter <laughs> so i was like okay okay that that's that's kind of fair uh all in all 
let's say the universities that i saw in general um you know be it uh, let's say poland or be it estonia uh, mm. i think lithuania was also one of the options that i was offered uh, by one of the consultancy that uh, which i visited just for mm. you know just to see how the market is you know what people are offering you which is like a quite easy education let's say that i mean i think this is it's more of a business at least some universities so i thought okay let me just have a look Yeah. um what the other people are achieving as well let's see what what they're going with one um, follow up question uh, yeah. <laughs> you lined up so many answers for questions we already want to want to ask <laughs> yeah right i think one of the questions like you know uh, we would probably re- uh, revisit that question once again you know something on the lines of you know why poland right because mm-hmm. like you were well on your way answering that answer it <laughs> before yeah, we want like to automatic like... <laughs> automatic transition yeah 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 well yeah. like okay fine we just wanted a separate segment because such an important question right like you know mm-hmm. why why poland is such a important question just the way why estonia why south korea for you it's going to be mm-hmm. such an important question you know like uh, when you're trying to immigrate to a certain country mm-hmm. but before we get there i think um, we just the both of us we just want to take you a little back and i think uh, really yeah. revisit a particular phase in your life which you mentioned that you know in with the indian perspective in mind a little humiliating perhaps for you right yeah so your 12th grade you mentioned uh, something that okay it didn't go well for you and you had to unfortunately yeah, yeah. Uh, you had to go through some hiccups along the way but mm-hmm. having said that um for the both that's the best sugar coating that's a that's the best sugar coating for failure i have ever seen in my life by the way <laughs> so hats off that's that's a bit like questioning we are in vivian season 2 we are on level 2 with the choice of choice of <laughs> if we were in season 1 we would right away say up to fail over abhi kya hai abhi Huh. No, no, no. But, I think that that's 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 way too much easing into it, you know. So I think we can we can just kind of accept, um, you know, that yeah. I think um, failure is. Um, I mean, I I did I did fail in twelfth grade, yeah, okay. uh, and not just in one two subjects. You know, it was like um, the best of three subjects that you can ever imagine. You know, it's like P C and M. You know, like physics, chemistry, yeah. mathematics. You know, yeah. And I was not, um, you know, and it, it's it's kind of really funny because I was not really. um a person who would not understand any of these three subjects okay mathematics okay I'm a bit scared but you know pcm i mean physics chemistry i was really sharp at it uh-huh. uh, i think there are a lot of people actually in india who not in india i think in, in general itself that uh, are not really comfortable with claiming stuff you know they don't really like to kind of remember all of it if they understand it they just kind of move away with it but yeah. i think that sort of thing doesn't really stick with our education you know um when people are sitting there with a, with a scale or a ruler uh, mm-hmm. it's it's not really uh, wise to just answer the question directly in like three sentences if mm. uh, that question <laughs> expects you to write like 10 lines of answer uh, you know so yeah, um, yeah so i very think, relatable uh, <laughs> yeah so 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 usually my my, my father calls it like um, you're not offering the customers what they want you know Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because I think yeah, education, as I said, you know, it's it's kind of a business these days. And uh, if they are if they're expecting ten lines, you give them ten lines. You know, right. as as simple as that. Mm-hmm. If they want you to elaborate on certain stuff, you elaborate on certain stuff. So yeah, yeah I think uh, failure was a big um, you know big big part of my journey. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think th- that was definitely something that. Uh, but yeah, if you have any 
particular questions about it or is it just the journey that you wanted me to uh, right, speak right. about but then <laughs> what is impressive is uh, how you uh, accepted it you know how you were emotionally yeah. attached to the failure and that made you realize that you know let's just repeat it it's fine it's calm uh, and let's keep it low ground let's do it again and let's we can uh, we can make it big it's it's not it's not something that you've failed in life you've failed in one part yeah, yeah. of it and it's a very small part of life so you know the redemption again as abhinav mentioned earlier before the recording and the rise up you know mm-hmm. that is something that inspires yeah. us and i think that that transition after the failure it's not about the failure yeah. but it's after the, the failure that's the story after the failure yeah i think i think i wanted to add one particular thing was you know um, i think since the both of us me and fatil just passed out relatively recently compared to you like we just passed out from 12th grade i think 3 years back in 2019 so, uh, uh, sorry to one question i forgot uh, my uh, just one question with flying colors or without flying colors <laughs> that's really important you know so one or two colors not is- a lot of them <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without let's just say twelfth grade doesn't matter anymore because you know a lot of people you know go very high and then you know right. come yeah. crashing there's down. A, there's a certain dip, yeah. But there yeah. are people who are like okay from twelfth grade okay from here and then suddenly high. So like yeah. uh, for others, I think we are not in the position to express ourselves as sudden high or sudden low. फ्रेंड himself you know uh, from beating the shit out of me uh, <laughs> if i can put it that way and he just sat down and you know i think we uh, as i said i, I think, I think we, we played darts and he just mentioned to me that just have a self reflection i have never seen you gamble at least uh, haven't okay. seen you drink alcohol yet um, haven't really seen you with girls hmm. uh, haven't seen you kind of you know smoke around or just kind of you know uh, wander around loiter around so yeah, yeah exactly exactly and he said that you know Uh, maybe you failed because of some cho- some choices you you never gave what the you know uh, what the customers wanted mm-hmm. so try to offer the solution to them you know because this will be a major part of your journey even if you go in any other stream of business if you do not really deliver what your managers want what your customers want you, you would fail of course you know right. so right. it's like you just try to think from that perspective you don't think about the fact that yaar itna नहीं पढ़ा जाता मेरे से okay or uh, uh, i'm not able to understand science no it doesn't make any sense if you Uh, if like your customer wants wants something, you just offer it to them. You just give it to them, no matter right. what. So I think that that kind of stuck with me, and I was like, okay, let me have some self reflection. I, I think I took like a month and thought about it. I thought, okay, rather than going, I'm, and there are lots of friends who offer you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, lots of sound advice that okay, take a shortcut of three years, which is diploma, or go to an open <laughs> school where the sports people go. Like, yeah, Dhoni ne bhi kia tha, and I was like, okay, fuck, I'm not. <laughs> you know <laughs> and if i can compare myself you know uh, uh, so yeah i think uh, i think i thought okay you know i'm not any of those people taking mm-hmm. a shortcut with 3 years of diversion is really not something that i can invest uh, or even think about um and i thought okay let me go through the same process again um and i think my father was on the same lines as well he was like okay you know it's only logical if you repeat the same thing because you have already invested at least mm-hmm. even if you know 20% of it it will be easier for you to just kind of Uh, have the you know just pass um, uh, the exam, 
so yeah after that i think i passed with uh, with first uh, first uh, first grade or first I class have, and, uh, i have uh, something very impressive yeah. which you know that i i think i just have to mention this you know like first, the sheer humiliation a person goes through right like you know um, mm-hmm. i think fazal can relate with this and i can relate with this because you know it's not because i failed it's just that hey, hey, no <laughs> man not over it <laughs> no, no other no. I, I think, think I, ha- I, no I, I think there is and there's so there's a great <laughs> I, I i often tell a lot of people about it it's like there's wardrobe malfunction and then there's a failure of you know us like in school <laughs> it really right. tops everything you know you can walk naked and people will be proud of you in school but then yeah. if you fail it's like okay even the people that did not know you they'll find you it's like carpet corn hai batao theek hai so dikh raha hai ki fail hua hai kaun hai batao theek hai usko jaake sympathy deni hai and i haven't changed uh yeah exactly and i think the, the sympathy phase from the same people with whom you enjoy a lot they know you front and back you know rather than sympathy right. they should write like tell you that okay arpit we knew it right like 6 months back we knew it that we are going to flunk uh, yeah. uh, aren't we going to address the elephant in the room so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i think uh, all of that becomes sympathy rather than kind of humiliation i would call it you know humiliation of course it's a self humiliation because you can get humiliated it's like no one is going to kind of write failure on your house you know or on the walls and stuff so yeah i think um yeah i think humiliation is i think uh, it, it it's a phase it shouldn't be taken as ke bhai ab zindagi bhar mujhe log 12th failure ke naam se janenge it shouldn't so, be that so i think yeah. People, yeah. um people who have failed i think they shouldn't really take it as a uh, as as like something that will be stuck with their life forever right. it's just right. a phase you know so yeah. Uh, you have highs you have lows i think lows if you have it on um, i mean I, i i i doesn't i, I don't pray or wish ke people have a failure uh, but jitna jaldi hota hai utna hi i think people i think you become humble you kind of understand where you are because uh, when you don't feel i think you are somewhere in the air you know you are just going up and down a bit uh, yeah. on the clouds but when you fail you just kind of uh, you cannot go any you're working on right now like you know you're a assistant vice president of city bank yeah is this is like a twist in the story now people are ye to fail hua hai and now suddenly you say assistant vice president ye it's like that so yeah huh. exactly so you are a assistant vice president of a multinational company and i think uh, the the first time the both of us spoke you know the complexity of the number of roles and the amount of responsibilities that you are sh- that yeah. you had to share with me i realized you know it's like okay this is <laughs> this is just way too much for a person you know and then on top of that when you just mentioned that okay mera 12th fail ho gaya and i'm like wait okay you know the the yeah. the, the natural conversation <laughs> the natural conversation is that you know and also we are i'm also very naive and very immature about this you know people think okay if you fail you're like okay uh, you can't uh, you can't pull back yourself right, right right one thing i think you know one thing is very admirable about you is you know you had to you have to inform your choices once again think you okay it's fine even though if i have done this it's fine i can just still do a btech and then go back to you know uh, yeah. uh, go back to the things. same same pace where the other people who have succeeded since 12 have done or even more correct. than correct yeah correct <laughs> right. so i think 
I think mm. you are more than surviving, if not thriving, in a com- if a in a you know in the corporate world right now. I think it it, it what I would like to uh, what I would like you to share is you know that it's okay you can uh, thrive in a place even though if you are screwed right. up. So I would mm. want your opinions and what your job entails to like you know what is it? Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, I think uh, one thing that I just want to note here is that um, usually where we come from, you know. Um, uh, one thing that is always inculcated in us is hard work and discipline hard work it can be anything you know even if you're gaming we kind of dedicate our life you know i have seen people who i mean i think i at one point of time even i myself was playing pubg for like 14 15 hours so you can imagine that we can be really dedicated towards something you know uh, so we are not really kind of adhd people where you know you take something and then you kind of pass it on so i think hard work dedication gets recognized everywhere um, and since we have a uh, um from the school itself we have nine to five you know so you have that tendency or patience to sit for longer hours you know one thing mm-hmm. that again people over here uh, they are quite fascinated that okay you know without a smoke break without a tea break without this without that how, how did you you know go go with it so it's like okay because if i go outside the classroom i would get beaten up as simple as that so you know fear <laughs> so mm-hmm. i think and that that kind of becomes your muscle memory so i think uh i just wanted to kind of reflect on that as well because I think in all the positions that I've hold uh, or held, let's say in 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 the past, I think people have appreciated that, and I think that's one of the reason uh, you know why um, I was promoted um, to the to the EVP position here. And yeah, just to speak about my job, um, we offer let's say uh, credit and card products um, to right. Fortune 500 companies. So any company that is willing to spend more than 50 million. Uh, is is our client. There are a couple of things that I need to take care of. One thing is that the programs that we have uh, in EMEA region, uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa are uh, efficiently running. So there cannot be a possibility that um, you know there are a couple of people traveling. There are a couple of businesses that have to pay to their vendors, and their entire credit line is blocked because they have used up entirely. So this is something that I have, I have to take care of. So imagine. Um, there is a lot of stress, uh, in fact, which can be tied to it because there is at some point of time, there is one CEO or one managing director who is traveling, who is having a lunch or having an event with, uh, you know, with, with his with his customers. And all of a sudden, he is not able to pay for that lunch or pay for that particular meet, meeting or event. So you can imagine the level of embarrassment that can carry on, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you take your clients out. And so um, we have to also make sure that none of the, that kind of thing happens ever, okay. you know. Uh-huh. That's one thing. Second thing is to manage relationship because we don't really talk to the cardholders. We talk to the main POCs. So the POC can be a director of a company. So you really have to be mature, professional, not let your emotions, even though they are kind of, uh, you know, there, there will be situations where they will be unhappy with you. They'll try to, you know, kind of, um, uh, let's say, um, let out their emotions at you, but you need, really need to be professional and calm because you're talking to that person who can, take up the business, you know, or give right. you the business. So it's really important to have different, uh, have have that kind of a mentality as well. When I reflect back, when I take a moment, when I take a sip of water and think about the, uh, the call that I had and then where I come from, I think right. it changes my perspective. It just kind of, um, you know, I think it's, I, I'm not really tired. I'm, I'm relieved. You know, there is a sense of, uh, and, and the, the, these, are, these are two different things, by the way. Um, tired is when you run. And you come home and you're tired because you right. haven't achieved anything. You just ran and came up. But when you run and win a gold medal, for example, you're relieved because you achieved success, right? So there are two things. You know, you, you can either take each and every day as a right. as just being tired. That oh, you know, it's five o'clock. I'm really tired. Uh, or either you can just 
think that oh shit, you know, it was an, it's a nice journey that I come mm-hmm. from. I never thought seven eight years back that I would be having this sort of conversation with a Fortune five hundred company person um, who people sometimes aim to even talk to those kind of people. So I think uh, it's not just about um, uh, let's say the the kind of um, risk or the kind of um, stress that this job holds. It's not about that. It's more about also. um ways in uh, learning the ways how people other people work how my pocs work how they yeah. uh, how they uh, let's say mitigate risk you know so it's really good that i'm actually putting the uh, the things or the concepts that i learned in my management in my bachelor's i'm putting that to practice now one of the one of the questions we haven't addressed before is how long have you been in poland this is something we discuss outside it's, of the record but yeah, yeah. yeah. so i i uh, um so i came for my masters here in september 2014 Right. Okay. And uh, and yeah, since then I have been here. I mean, often I do visit uh, India. Uh, I think I was there uh, recently. Um, this year itself in March, April. Okay. I I did not have COVID, so I thought, okay, let me get it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the place that I could get? You know, so I thought, okay, let's go to Mumbai. So uh, yeah, I I got it. I recovered. I came back. So oh, yeah, again okay. that was yeah that was um, a bit of a low <laughs> again. Uh-huh. Uh, medical then- vacation, medical tourism. So medical education, yeah. right? But then six years, six plus years strong in Poland. Um, what is what is one of the most favorite things you love about Poland? You know that that convinced you to settle there, or that you still love to this day. That since the day one, this is something that impressed me about Poland. You know, and it's still yeah. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think one thing is um. I mean, okay. There are a couple of things. I'll start addressing them one by one. Um. Let's say if you want to see snow, you there's have more than there's video. more than one. I only asked yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I think if uh, in India, if you want to really have a colder climate or want to enjoy snow, you have to actually pay to do that, right? But here you get it for free. So I think the 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 climate itself it's really nice. So uh, you know you can just enjoy a nice cold breeze, you know, and uh, just have a nice nice climate rather than the whole let's say humid uh, temperature that we have most in most part, part, parts of the uh, parts yeah. of the country. So that's one thing that okay the environment is really nice people are really nice and friendly as well even though huh. they don't speak polish they at least i mean even if you know the basic of it they would be really happy uh, if they have visited in india they would really come and talk to you about it so that's right. the second thing right. third thing is that the country is growing so if you look at the history itself uh, it was it was burned burned down to the ground uh, in 1945 1950 if you see the pictures you won't i mean if you see warsaw in 1950 there was nothing actually just one or two building which was not really shattered they were just lucky um and then if you see the growth now you would be like okay if these people have achieved something in 50 years there's definitely something about the country that uh, that's really interesting right so the history right. of it uh, in particular some is something that uh, i was really um fascinated. Uh, fascinated about yes for for somebody trying to work in a country like your in a in an european union country for that matter your us and canada or australia the usual the usual picture of these uh, the usual uh, picture is that you get your masters in us or canada or australia and you settle down there right now the yeah. question is now the question is um you you personally have a different perspective altogether you mentioned this okay abhinav you need to understand that you rather contribute to a developing country or the, otherwise you contribute to a like you know already saturated country and there's a lot more competition involved you know you have chinese people over here you have you know a lot of uh, people coming from various ethnicities all together right? right i wanted like now that you've already begun the conversation <laughs> i would i want your opinion on why you think this way like what is the 
why did why did what informed your choice to think this way like you know what academic article did you read <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah yeah uh no i think um uh, there there were lots of articles that i read you know usually on my uh, game of throne um, so yeah i think uh, <laughs> uh just a sugar coating the stuff as i mean i think i'm just learning from you now so yeah i think uh, long hours on the crapper actually you know make make you think a bit about uh, certain aspects of it so it's like uh, for example just to you know um simplify it's like if if i'm in let's say us for example mm-hmm. if i go to us then uh, one thing would be that there's a lot of competition over there right the saturation which i call it it's like um you know there's already so much that the country has already offered you know mm-hmm. uh, frequent trips to i think i don't know space or whatever you can call it so uh, of course there there's a lot of opportunity over there i'm not saying up- opportunity is low but i'm just saying that there are just a lot of people the country has offered a lot of things you know um they are not going to uh let's say the, the 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 price of dollar is not really going to now uh, go up to 200 or something at least in the in 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 the shorter run let's say right. mm-hmm. and in general you know uh, uh, when we talk about um jobs you know uh, mm-hmm. i think you can imagine that for one job in india i think probably there might be around 1000 to 2000 applicants just mm-hmm. you know there's as average number maybe in us mm-hmm. you would have 500 Mm-hmm. um capable people of course you know yeah. uh, people who have just moved from the universities mm-hmm. if you just look at the university ratio in us or uk or canada and australia versus the universities that we have in poland or let's say estonia or any other developing country you would see a really big um difference in mm-hmm. us i think you have more than around 36000 universities that offer your masters in poland you have mm-hmm. i think less than 350 or less than 150 okay. or something like that you know out of which others are medical and technical universities which is a bit different story mm-hmm. so if i look into that i'm like okay you know less competition uh, the country has to grow a lot there are lots of companies that still haven't been to poland which actually became true in a couple of years that i'm here so i've been right about a couple of things of course it was a hunch it was a um, uh, you know just a, i think a calculated risk and that's what i would call it uh, but i think you have to you have to take a leap um, on on that sometimes you know if you really want to get into a low cost location you can't really go to syria or any other location where you know the the country can be uh, is i mean does have a risk of certain issues right, right. Uh, certain right. that they may fall into so political stability economical stability and um, you know the country did not go through recession so yeah. that's kind of resilient the com- the country itself is re- is resilient uh, fair i mean in terms of even war if you have, if you see as i mentioned previously you know they 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 kind of had a huge rise in 50 years which i think not many countries can do i think i think the one follow up question i have to that is that you know more than a decade ago uh, i think I'll, i can almost say during the age when our parents came here to oman or middle east a lot of yeah. during that period a lot of a lot of people migrated to the middle east you know there was a lot of migration yeah. that happened to the yeah. middle east from india it's not that indians don't migrate to any other place but a specific middle east was the main focus yeah. because even then the logic appears you know the developing country thing you know that was that was the hot Same. spot Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. do you think yeah. European Union or especially developing countries like Estonia, we talked to Hardik the other day, and Poland, are these the new countries, the developing countries, becoming the new norm for people to migrate to these countries? You know, is is it that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, if if I just take a small sample size, uh, let's say just take Kazminsky. I I mean, when I joined, I think I just had 
two other people or three other people with me um mm. and the, the other people came from erasmus that's a kind of program okay. where six uh, for six months you can um let's say try any other you know university uh, you know you apply for it and you get admitted for six months so you can spend one semester anywhere you get a stipend for it so it's really good because you don't have to pay anything extra on top of it you get some amount of money to you know bear the cost of living mm. so there were a couple of people like that but then if i see now i think out of 30 people i think probably 13 or 15 people would be indians so you can or and a different a different ethnicity as well i mean i'm just not talking about indians let's say asians in general so mm-hmm. i can see that uh, in flux you know and uh, i think previously we had around 13000 people and now i think we have more than 38000 or 40000 strong community mm-hmm. of indians here which mm-hmm. is quite a lot you know mm-hmm. um, and again i think i'm probably talking about just warsaw if no, not warsaw maybe a couple of other cities together but it's mm-hmm. a it's it, it's a huge number you know it's mm-hmm. it's a fairly huge number where people are getting uh, job placements here you know there are there are companies which are hiring um, them over here so i think there's there's definitely a influx and uh talking about uh, like countries like estonia and poland i think as i said they have to offer a lot uh they are technologically advanced mm-hmm. um now <clears throat> because just to give you an example like companies like uh, countries like germany for example um you know payment technology companies are not able to um enter into that market because people have become so intelligent now so educated that they believe that the banks are kind of targeting them or tracking them or tra- tracking their behavior in general so yeah. they have refrained themselves from using um let's say technologies like nfc or technologies like tap and pay for example right. or even online transactions they use cash so in that kind of in with that kind of mentality how would you uh, get into that country like uh, with a company like revelu or ptm or any other let's say uh, company where people's mentality is that they do not want to spend money with their um, with the with the banks knowing what they are spending on exactly so exactly. i think that's that's also quite as i said you know and in terms of poland poland just thought that okay new technology let's take it so over here i think it's been a long time for both me and my wife that we have used cash even if we are if we are going to like let's say buy something for 1 dollar we just kind of tap and pay so you can imagine that the payment technology over here is really good i think you might have heard about the <laughs> uh the fastest internet in estonia for example so yeah yeah you know yeah. these are the kind of things that uh that gives you an ease <laughs> of of uh i mean for a company to get into that country quite fast you know when you right. have certain technical infrastructure even the companies feel that oh you know if if there's a good um uh, let's say good infrastructure for internet why shouldn't we have our middle office or a back office uh, in estonia rather than india you know mm-hmm. we'll right. get we'll get educated people it will be euro country so you know it will be really good yeah, yeah. So, i think i think i think i'm so sorry to intervene but now the the question is you you you've you began our you began the conversation with saying okay um that you know there are certain pointers there are certain um, you know there are certain indicators of why you know why would somebody try to choose a particular country and you took the case study of your own brother who is who is living in australia right yeah. and i would want your final take away something on those lines you know how do you compare yourself with your brother and how do you like because he's in a western country and you're in a slavic country it's that's completely different yeah. right yeah. so yeah Yeah, yeah i think uh, i think uh, so when i do that comparison i think uh, he often tells me i'm mean, he used to tell me at least that uh, he had to save money he had to work a couple of jobs and stuff and while i was uh, somewhere in intercontinental hilton you know some panorama sky bar having a drink because <laughs> i can right uh, because i can i'm just saying that 
uh, you know, um, I think uh, we we had a conversation earlier where you you mentioned that uh, you know Arpit, you have been striving and thriving in that country uh, in Poland. I was like, no, I'm not actually. I'm having a really good life. You know, I I I did not. I mean, okay, I'm not um, downstating it, but I'm just saying that. Uh, okay, part-time jobs and uh, jobs are not bad. They often help you out in uh, in uh, building your interpersonal skills or communication skills in general. But then I did not have to go through it because mm-hmm. you know I, I didn't have to take the debt. So and also in general, the entire experience for me has been really good because mm-hmm. even though uh, I was a student, I I could go to the most luxurious place over here have my good time because you know uh, it doesn't really cost that much it doesn't really uh, make you shell out like thousand bucks uh, or thousand dollars or something it's mm-hmm. nearly fifty dollars a hundred dollars you know something like that which <laughs> once in a blue moon you can you can spend mm-hmm. um so yeah i think compared to 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 my brother and his lifestyle i think he often envies that uh sometimes he was <laughs> like okay i i you know i was like i used to spend really carefully and now okay. you are buying this thing but you're buying that thing you have a dog mm-hmm. now you know so h- how do you even manage to you know kind of um, feed that dog you know so i was like okay you know it, it's possible so i think there are a couple of things that uh, i envy of him because you know um, i used to at least you know when he used to earn uh, with that bracket but then mm-hmm. when i when i when i compare the lifestyles i think i it it's it's a bit more luxurious for me than compared okay. to to him so i think yeah there are some pros and cons of course but in a way i think um, uh, i would call myself a settled now so right. okay. i mean right right yeah so yeah i think that's what we usually aim for like settle have kids and that's the second part of your life's journey at least if you're an indian you know? <laughs> of course yeah of course yeah to end things on a high note uh, i think we just want to thank you for you know gracing your presence on our podcast we would yeah. like to say we would like to say grace your presence because you know um, and we are not saying this out of goodwill because um, i think very often not very often do we come across a case study who you know who has gone through a phase in life which was not very which was very unpleasant and you know come back and pull themselves back up and then come to another place, come to another country survive and thrive in that country and you know <laughs> really uh, you, you know you know really make themselves and you know come to a point you know where they can speak to two random individuals across the globe which is me and fazil <laughs> right. on a different set on a podcast exactly. and really share their opinions yeah. That who, is who are nowhere close? Who are nowhere close as working in Citibank or something like that? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, maybe in a couple of years you might, you know. So you know, I think uh, no one knows where you would end up as long as you have that motivation or you know, kind of that um, uh, that sort of optimism. I would call it. And if you spend hmm. long times on the tap up, you know, reading some academic journals and stuff, you might succeed one day. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, and both of yeah. you.